You are listening to Cap Builder Talk with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Mark Parham, bring you another episode of Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. And I just want to welcome you to another episode tonight. It's going to be like another great night, as I always say every week. We're going to be talking about credit in your business, and I have two outstanding young ladies going to come break it down to us. And you know, after tonight, you're going to understand all about credit because that's what we're going to be talking about. We have Jaquita Board and Rhonda J. Williams. We're going to be talking about understanding the business of credit. We're going to talk about their stories, how they got into doing what they're doing, the business of credit, understanding how credit affects your business and your personal life. And they're going to give some great advice for entrepreneurs. So I either want you to take out your pen and paper and take some notes or make sure you go back and listen to the rebroadcast because they're going to be saying things that you're going to want to pay attention to. Now, as far as marketing, for me, can't build a marketing. You know, I'm now a featured post on the online and printed Emerging Magazine every Sunday. When I do a section called Get Your Sunday Started Right or Get Your Week Started Right, where I, I'm going to be doing a series of articles and podcasts on different things. I'm on every day now on the Radio for Divas Network. That's RadioForDivas.com. From 1 to 2, you can get a little taste in the mid-afternoon of Cat Builder Talk. It's something to make it do just after the lunch hour. Okay. But the real thing I want to know is how many of you are ready to take a journey with me. You started out the year January. You know, you had a lot of goals and objectives. I hope you still do. You've been listening to people. I've just been waiting patiently to let get cut through all the noise because I'm ready to take you on a journey. And that journey's going to teach you some simple strategies to get the most out of 2015. You know, I want to help you create a plan to change your life. I want to make you tell that story of 12 months from today, a new story. So I want you to go, some of you are taking advantage of it, free coaching session. We talk about what your goals and objectives are, and I tell you how I can help you. You know, so I want you to go to any of my sites, catbuildernetwork.com, catbuildertalk.com, markparham.com, click on schedule your appointment, free session, all right? So you got to do this because we're going to be trying to help you get out of the gate now. We're 60 days in. Just about, we're going to get down. The upcoming events tomorrow night, the Urban League, I'll be doing a Funding Your Business uh, workshop. But this time, I'm going to do a live event. I'm going to broadcast it on my YouTube channel. So go to CatBuilderTV.com. Same thing for Wednesday night. I'll be doing a Writing Your Business Plan thing where I'm going to show how to use a new tool I'm going to discuss later on in the show. But these are the things that are most important, and I want you to pay attention to these events that are coming up. If you have events that are coming up, you want to talk about them, let me know. But for right now, I'm going to go do a short break, and we're going to come back and talk about a couple things, you know, four ways to avoid the common mistakes that business new entrepreneurs make, and also we're going to talk about some things that I want you to be focused on and how they develop your business idea. So you listen to Mark Parham, and I'm on Cat Billy Talk, Survival Radio Network. And we're going to be talking about a great show about credit. I got some 
the credit masters here. These young ladies are taking time. They're, they're in L.A. right now. Decided they're going to come on the show. Uh, uh, I, don't miss it. Don't miss it. So stay tuned. Cat Builder Talk Real Talk. With real people talking about real issues. Facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment. Know the deposit, no withdrawal. 
So if they invite you to an event or something, go early. See if they need help. Call them and see if they need help. You know, you don't have to, you know, a lot of times people will just show up just to say they were there. But if you want help from people, help them. Don't make them have to ask for it. Just step up and do it. That's how you build a strong team. Get there early. Help them out, okay? It's very important. Now, you know, a lot of people are going to need help. You can't help everybody, so you got to pick the people that are going to help you. And the last thing I want to talk about, you hear the old expression, no one to hold them, no one to fold them. That's what I want you to do. You know, you don't ever want to close your doors, but if you're going down a path that's not working for you, stop. You can always start again. You can stay, you know, if you got a product, you thought it was going to be the, the best hamburger, you know, this night in Mississippi, as they say, and it turns out it's not selling, try something else. Try a chicken burger. Try something else, but don't be afraid if an idea is not working to stop and try something new. You know, these four things are just most important parts about getting out there, starting your business. And, and then the last thing I do want to talk about is, we need developing your idea. I'm going to be going on a lot, a lot of this later on this month, but I want you to take two things, and when you are developing your new idea, I want you to list the top three problems that your idea is going to solve. What is it you're trying to solve? Then I want you to list the top three customers or the type of people that need this problem solved. These are the most important aspects of building and developing a plan because a lot of times people say, hey, I'm, I'm going to build something and you know, I'm going to sell hamburgers. And I uh, said, so who are you going to sell to? And they say, everyone. Well, no, not everybody eats hamburgers. Okay? And if your hamburger is very special, maybe it's organic. So people that like organic hamburgers are going to eat it. But I want you to figure out the problem that you're solving, and I also want you to think about the people, the potential customers that will be the first people rushing to the door to get whatever it is you're selling. There's many more things when we talk about your unique value position, why you why you and this hamburger, but I'm not going to get into all that tonight because I don't want to take any time away from these young ladies we got coming in. They're going to bring it to us with this whole credit thing because that's one question that I get a lot. It doesn't really matter. A lot of us are out here wanting to start businesses, um, and sometimes you're going to need financing and things like that, and it's important that you understand about credit. All right, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go to break when I come back, I'm going to bring these young ladies on, and they're going to break it down to us. They're excited. You know, they're just waiting. You know, they, we've, we've been talking about this for a month, all right? So when I come back, we're going to bring them in, and we're going to, I'm going to set the stage, of course, like I always do. But then we're going to bring them in, and we're going to chop it up about credit and business. So you listen to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment.
Hey, it's Mark Parham, and I'm back. As I set the stage, we're going to be talking about credit. I try to find an article or something that kind of sets the stage. And I found something today that just starts out, why business credit? You know, it, it's similar to personal credit. It re- represents your business's ability to borrow money from authorized lenders based on its past actions. You know, personal credit, usually evaluate everything from your readiness for another credit card or to interest rate on your mortgage is linked to your personal information. Business credit, however, is linked to the business entity with a separate tax ID number. Once you establish business credit, a change in your personal credit history, like a full closure late payment, won't affect your business credit and vice versa. But business credit, like personal credit, is something to build before you need it. And we're going to be talking about that tonight. You know, so if you're considering starting a business, you know, it's important to understand the nature of credit. You know, a common business mistake that many business owners make is funding their businesses' expenses through personal lines of credit, credit cards, which makes them financially liable for the business entities and actions. So I want you to understand that as we bring in our our guest tonight. Uh, these two young ladies have been waiting patiently for the last month to come on and join me. So I want to welcome both of them to the show. Uh, ladies, welcome to the Cat Biller Talk radio show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yeah, so uh, you guys are out there in sunny L.A. Well, I'm sitting here in Georgia not knowing if it's going to snow next or what. How's it going out there for you? Oh, it's beautiful out here, but we're expecting rain yeah. tomorrow, not snow. Are you? All right. So I'll tell you what, we talked a little bit earlier. I know you guys both are on the, on the same line there, so... Ms. Board, why don't you go first and talk about who you are and a little bit about your story, and we'll let Ms. Williams follow that, and then we'll get into our discussion. All right. Well, thank you, Mark, and we're delighted to be a part of the Real Talk, Real People segment tonight. Um, my name is Chiquita Board. I'm the owner of a small consulting company providing full services in the areas of customized financial education, financial coaching. We do a lot of training for trainers and program management and program design. My work really allows me to help build a better you, and that better you could potentially be a better business owner because the key to really being a better um, business owner is really having money management and credit coaching down to a T. My job is to empower individuals with a new kind of power. We really need to help build on one's financial strength and allow them to be able to what? When they open their businesses, they should be able to apply for business credit so that they can have, um, you know, uh, some leverage so that they can do the things that they need to do in their businesses. What I'd like to do in my story, i keep it real. Um, I worked for DeKalb County for nearly nine and a half years, and my position, uh, Mark, was grant-funded. I was responsible for raising funds for me and my staff year after year. In 2005, I had enough. If I could raise money and bring the kinds of capital that I was bringing um, in my grant-funded position, I finally had built enough confidence that I could move from being an employee to an entrepreneur. So my sponsors were really, they rallied rallied behind me, and they did what? They seeded my business. So here I am today. Okay. Wow. Outstanding. I mean, so you just... I mean, did you? You just felt like, hey, you could do it for them. You could do it for yourself. I I built. You know? Yes, 
I, if I'm on a clock, I'm on someone else's payroll, and I'm out here raising what I was raising for them, I said, no, I, I'm confident now. I can do this. And I'm a third-generation entrepreneur. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. My dad was an entrepreneur. And I'm the only female that launched and, you know, I mean, I, my mom had all girls. But I was the oldest, and now I'm what? I'm a business owner, and I've been a business owner for 10 solid years. 10 solid years. So any of your other family members following in your footsteps? I'm the Lone Ranger. You Lone Ranger. (laughs) All right. That's all right. Somebody's got to do it. Absolutely. I need to do it. All right. Well, Ms. Williams, let's talk to you. What do you got? Absolutely. That's awesome, Chiquita. I didn't even know your whole story, so this is just, I'm just so excited. Um, But yeah, so I'm Rhonda Williams. I'm a financial educator and speaker. I created a company, Exodus Financial Education Group, and what we do is we provide professional personal finance education, coaching, and training to the community, to for-profits, non-profits, financial institutes, faith-based organizations, and what we like our programming to mostly focus on is really teaching you how strategically, I'm going to say that word again, strategically to build and rebuild your credit and eliminate your debt faster. And that's really where we like to focus. We feel like, you know, we understand that people really don't understand credit um, and when they try to understand it, it just it's different. It changes, the rules change, and so we really want to educate people how strategically to take the information and, and make it work for them wherever they are. And, you know, my story is a little different. <laughs> my story is a little bit different. Um, I actually came out of, um, I was about 14-plus years with the government, um, and I had the bright idea to leave my good government job after 14 and a half years to go full-time in real estate. I did this about two years, not quite, a year and a half before the market crashed. Yeah. So where is this? Yeah. And so initially I got, I realized that I really had a passion to educate people when I was in real estate because I found myself really spending more time probably talking people out of buying too much home instead of selling them a home because I could, well, really did not understand the financial transaction that they were getting into. And so that's where my passion really started. And what happened was when I had to dig myself out of my own financial storm, that is when that really turned the corner for me. And I came to realize that this is not just something that I like to do. This is something that I was born to do. And so I took, you know, my knowledge is firsthand. It's not, you know, I've learned a lot from the books, but my my knowledge comes from just digging myself out and making my way back up from that. And I want to be able to, you know, take that to the masses. So that's my story. Wow. Both great stories. You know, it's funny because I, I like to hear stories about, you know, we, you had a job, you you could be set, you know, for the next 30 years, you know, but you decided to take an opportunity to step out on faith that you could do something else. And even though the market crashed, it was supposed mm-hmm. to, so you can figure out, you know, what else you were supposed to do, you know. So it, it's one of those things where we step out there. So, you know, so one of the first questions I have for you tonight 
you know, a lot of uh, people starting businesses are coming to me talking about, I, I need to get funding. I want to get a loan. Uh, but, you know, but I want it based on my business credit. And I say, well, yeah, you don't have a business. You know, when I'm starting one, you know, can they just go on that? Let's talk about the the differences so people understand how lenders and funders are looking at business credit and personal credit. And you, you can both take a stab at answering this question. Mm-hmm. Well, I, first. Okay, um, Mark, I think what we're going to start off with is making sure that we understand, again, the five C's of credit. And to begin, okay. credit is loan, and it must be paid back. So fiscal responsibility is number one. When we think about capacity, you know, all of us want to be able to obtain, maintain, and to sustain. I am a for-profit company, so in the world of credit, you know, we have to do what? We have to validate that our income, that our business is legitimate. So when we actually can validate that by showing that we have business receipts and that we're doing what? We're also actually um, reporting this income to Uncle Sam. So that gives us some kind of documentation to show that we can meet and verify and validate that income capacity. The second thing that we really want to look at is collateral. As a business owner, you know, what business assets, not personal assets, but business assets do you own that might need to be used as security for a loan? or for credit in some cases. You know, business investments, you really want to make sure that you're keeping that separate personal asset. And the next thing we will look at is capital. Make sure you are raising business capital and you're keeping the two separate from your personal um, account versus your business account. Um, I'm going to let Rhonda give the other two. Hope for a second. Absolutely. Um the fourth one we would we would agree that is character, and I'm going to say that again, character, because a lot we we don't really focus on that a lot. We focus on getting the money, getting the business, but we we're not focused on developing character, and that's really what's going to keep you. You know, we talked. She talked about sustainability. Um, there are some places that your um, character can take you that no amount of money can. And so that's going to be absolutely crucial. So you want to make sure that in terms of your business um, that, you know, your footprint in the industry, in the market can be checked, checks out well. You don't want your social media to become your social nightmare, okay? And so that's going to be crucial um, because, we, I mean, we're in the information age and there is nothing that is a secret or privacy anymore, whether you like it or not. Um, you know, I have a, I have a Facebook page, and uh, it started it's my personal page, but I do a lot of business there. And I had to have a long talk with friends and family. <laughs> I say, you know, hey, oh, hey wow. guys, you know, we're in business here, and we just we don't want every cute little thing posted. And so I had to have a you know a come to Jesus talk with the fam and the friends, mm-hmm. and get everybody on one page with that. Um, another thing with character, you know, how are you paying other people? How are you treating people? That really goes a long way. I've gotten into doors based on my character again and based on nothing else. And, you know, I feel like one of the largest examples of character, and you gave, you um, alluded to it earlier, when you talked about showing up for someone else um, and or volunteering, 
you know, I sit in the seat where I am because I volunteered, because I showed up. I showed up as a volunteer better than some people showed up who were paid. And I was I was told that by people who worked at um where I was volunteering, you know, one of my opportunities. And so that really opened a lot of doors for me. And another thing people don't think about when you, you know, people, I tell this to people and they'll say, I'm not going to work for free. But here's the thing. Right. You may have a passion to bake cakes. That's what you want to do. But just because you can bake cakes doesn't mean you can run a business. And if you go and work with somebody who bakes cakes and you see that it is, it takes hell and high water to get these cakes out the door, <laughs> you may change <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. So you really want to um, work on that and expose yourself to that um, so that you can build that. And then the final C, uh, we agree that that's the condition of the market. There's no pins on where the things are now. Now, we know that when I left my job in 2006, you know, I could get a $100,000 line of credit based on the sky was blue. Today, mm. that's not the <laughs> That's not going to happen anywhere. And so you have to have your, your finger on the pulse of what's happening now. Um, it's my understanding that the SBA now is doing online lending. That's a very new thing, and you may not know that, but people need to be on the pulse of what's happening so that you can be in the maximum position for when your opportunity comes. And so that that starts with you. Um, when it comes to business credit, that starts with you. There is no way around it. Absolutely positive. Okay. You know, and, it, and it's interesting. You know, you mentioned something about, you know, assets and collateral. You know, you know, when I say that to people, they go, well, I don't have a business. How can my business get assets if I can't get money? You know, so how do you, how do you get assets, you know, for your business? Well, I guess you're using personal investment at that point putting your own skin in the game is what you're basically saying. And and you know what? And and see, Mark, that's one of those things that we really, you know, this is that this is the differentiator. The differentiator is a problem when we talk about business, is this really a hobby or is this my business? Rhonda just gave a perfect perfect example of someone that's a baker. And you know, really what? Really wants to bake cakes, et cetera, et cetera. So that requires some things. That requires what? The, the, the right kind of kitchen equipment, et cetera, et cetera, you know, to actually be able to what? Meet demand if she, he or she has an audience that wants to buy those goods. But if I don't have the, you know, now I'm not a baker, so I don't know, you know, I, I'm just thinking of all the <laughs> things that I see at Macy's, that I see at, you know, the, you know wherever I can go and buy all of the things that a baker would need. Those could be considered assets because of the simple fact they need that. They need those tools and that equipment to actually make the business thrive. What happens is, you know, we think that we don't need um, anything that's of value to actually what? To launch our business. And in many cases, the cell phone, or uh, let me go to another the cell phone, the iPad, the computer. Those become what? I need assets under my business, not under my right. personal, if I'm going to do business. Yeah, you made a, a great point there because it's uh, you got to have the right tools. Yep. 
you know, and and a lot and a lot of lenders, you know, that I deal with, they say first, you know, try to get friends and family to invest because they say if your friends and family won't invest in your idea, why should I? Okay, what? you know, so maybe they need to be the first place you go to get those basic assets that you can now use as collateral against a business loan. So it's it's one of those things where you, you know, so what it sounds like and what you young ladies do is you help people strategically plan how to financially grow their business. Mm -hmm. Because it's more than just, hey, I'm opening up a business. You have to really think through this. Where's the initial money Mm going to come from? How do I build my credit? You know, uh, I love what you said about social media. Okay, that's all about your branding and everything. So, yeah, these are very, 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 very important steps. Now I want to ask both of you a question that's kind of off the credit thing. This entrepreneurship bug that you both have today, have you always had it? Has it always been there? You know, were you the child that was selling candy in school or figuring out ways to make money, or did it hit you later in life? I'd like you to answer that question. Okay. This is Chiquita. And, and Mark, I think I've always had it because, um, you know what, I graduated from high school at age 15. And so when I graduated at the age of 15, I was actually what? I was headed to college. And what I recognized is that, you know, certainly I had to supplement my income. You know, so I became a tax preparer for my college friends, because, you know, I needed to be able to charge 10 to $12 for those individual um, tax forms at the age right. of 15, because, you know, I, you know, I actually, you know, I loved math, so I really, really always saw myself, I really wanted to be an accountant as a little girl. Now, so I've been in the lane of entrepreneurship and never knew it was being an entrepreneur. So it was right, one of right. those things, it came natural, but I never knew to associate it with being my own business owner, wearing a business hat, and really managing, you know, the service that I provided at that time, as well as collecting income, you know, so that I had to what? I had to report that income and pay taxes, but unfortunately, I never looked at myself as an entrepreneur until recently. So it's amazing how I've been in this lane for so long, but I haven't right. really considered myself this entrepreneur until what, 2005. Right. Rhonda? And I, I would say the same. I actually did sell candy at school until I got busted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I had the bug, and I didn't like she said, I, I didn't call it that. I didn't know it's that. That's what that was. And I also, I had to kind of think back uh, a few years recently, like, has this always been in me? And I remember always coming up with business ideas, um, business needs. I remember if you were from Atlanta or from Candler Road, there was not a Dairy Queen for several miles and exits around. And I remember saying, wow, this would be a really good location for this because there's not one over here. And I, I had to be 10. Like, who, what 10-year-old is thinking about, I mean, maybe I really love ice cream. I don't know. But I knew that I always looked around me and could see a need. 
and could see how, you know, something could work. So I always kind of had, again, had that in me. And, again, it was more recently that I really looked back and thought it through and realized that, yeah, this has always been there. And my parents, they have been entrepreneurs. My mother has a property management business. She's been in business probably 30 years. So, You know, what's interesting about the reason why reason why I asked that question is because until they came up with the word entrepreneur, we just called it getting it, handling your business, doing what we had to do, you know, and it wasn't until they started defining it that we started looking at it. But we have always, as a people, you know, just always been able to, you know, American, you know, we had our businesses. We took care of our families. It wasn't about education and dedication and taking care of our responsibilities. So it wasn't until they started putting these four-syllable words on it but I just find it interesting that most people I talk to that are entrepreneurs either sold candy because they got busted, and you say, you know, had, uh, or had this entrepreneurial thing going on in their lives. So, um, but I'll tell you what I want to do at this point. I, I want to take another break here, and when I come back, I want to talk to you guys about what happens when a customer comes to you for help. I want you to kind of mm-hmm. take me through that process so people understand how you really help people. You know, from a mm-hmm. people don't really understand this whole coaching thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want you to talk about it in your respective programs. I know you work together and individually. How you help people understand what it takes for them to um, get in the business. So, um, mm-hmm. so stick with me. Uh, we'll be right back. You're listening mm-hmm. to Mark Parham, and we learn about credit here with Ms. Ford and Ms. Williams on the Cat Builder Talk radio show on the Survival Radio Network. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back here in a moment. Mark Parham, and I'm back. Come back with little Miles Davis. What we're talking about tonight, we're talking about credit. And I have two young ladies on. They're going to be breaking it down to us about what to do when you need help and you're looking for help to understand how to use credit. So, ladies, I don't know who wants to go first, but my question was at the end of the last segment was when people come to you and they say, I need help or they just you overhear people talking. You're at a conference. What's the process? What are the steps? What, what happens when they come to you to try to get help about understanding what their credit is? You know, um, this is Chiquita. One of the things that we do, Mark, is you know let you know we pretty much so want an individual to understand that they're in a safe environment. That we are what? We're here to have a real conversation about where they would like to be. So we pretty much so start with their goals. The first thing that we have to do, though, is create a realistic budget. And, and, and because we can't even talk about having credit and managing credit until we go back to what you said earlier about overstating. So we really want to see where is the money, where is the cash flow, and what are the business expenses. From there, then we need to pull a realistic credit report and up-to-date a recent credit profile to see, you know, now if they don't have a business credit profile, then we have to look at what? The personal credit. 
So we will review that to identify what that score is and where may be some areas that they may need to improve. We create an action plan. Remember, plan is if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, and we're not in business to see anybody fail. So once we pretty much so design an action plan and a plan that has a client voice attached to it, not Chiquita or Rhonda's goals, but their goals, so that we can hold them accountable to where they want to be. And then we check in. We check in on the regular so that we can make sure that we're seeing successes and that they are not losing momentum or their motivation to be a successful business owner. Rhonda? Yeah, and the process is, is pretty much similar. Well, it's the same. It's the only thing I would add to that um, is that when we start, we start with that conversation because what we do, neither one of us, we don't do cookie-cutter plans. It is always about the person. What a single mother does with three kids and what um, a married couple does is are two different things. And so we're going to have a conversation with that person to see, you know, who they are, what makes them tick, what's important to them, and use that time, like she said, to pull out their goals and their motivations. And sometimes, um, you know, what's, what's really motivating them is going to really come out during that time. Um, a lot of times we think it's about money, but it could be something else. And so that those type of things come out, and we just show you how to really turn that thing around strategically. And then the only other thing I would add is um, when we look at that credit report, we're not just just breathing through it. We are going line by line by line with you, going through your credit report, make sure you understand what it says, how to read it, what everything means. And then the action plan is not cookie cutter either. It is strategically placed so that you can pay off your debt faster with whatever funds you have. You know, because we know how things go when it comes to credit reports, we do this all the time. We've looked at hundreds of them. We can, you know, we can say, you know what, if you do this, this, and that, we know that you're pro- that's going to give you a better bang for your funds than if you just pulled it and you start calling everybody up and waking up old monsters, you know. So we We know strategically how to look at it and how to direct you in, you know, in the best course of action to deal with that. Yeah, because I bet that whole, I mean, it's a scary thing, you know. I guess they really have to get naked in front of you and really trust that you, you know, I'm glad you said you know you a cookie cutter because you you hear these commercials on hey give me three hundred dollars and I'll fix your credit you know and uh, so you take it case by case absolutely you know, when you're you're really trying to help people and and I think that's so important because um, everybody's different and their goals are different so I think mm-hmm. that when people come to you you know them knowing that it's a case by case can you give me an example of Maybe somebody you worked with that came to you one way, and after a certain amount of time, uh, you helped them understand how their credit is, you know, how to work with it. Now they're in a much better place. I mean, we, we're not asking for names to protect the innocent and stuff like that, but just kind of give me an example of maybe somebody you've worked with that uh, came to you and, you know, uh, with a credit score of 239, and now they get 850, you know, something no. like that. So. Yeah. So uh, this is Rhonda. Um, I'll tell you about uh, 
a client I work with, and and so the client had a a high interest loan that um, she had been paying on for several years. During the conversation, she shared that she had been paying on this loan for several years, and she wasn't even sure. She didn't even remember what she got the loan for. Well, I I could tell that she had no idea how much money she had paid on this loan or was paying what it was really costing her. And the reason I could tell that is because she wasn't mad enough. We know we know by what we do. I knew that the interest rate and the payment and the amount of time she paid on that loan, I knew she had no idea how long she had done that and and, and what it was costing her. And so as part of her action, rather than pointing it out to her in that moment, because I also knew that she wasn't ready. And so I had her as part of her homework calculate what was the total amount she had paid on it. And I told her to do that on two items so that I not I did not bring focus to that one. I, mean, mm-hmm. I did so that she could see herself in the privacy of her own home. And, again, this is all coaching. You get a sense for what you do and you get a sense for people. When when I got back with her, she was hot. She was good and ready. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, do you know? I paid X thousands of dollars on this loan, and I said, yes, ma'am, I did. I need it for you to know. And so she went from wow. paying on this loan for more than four years to paying it off in five months. Wow. Because she got yeah, conscious. That's, that's, she got wow. Mm-hmm. See, that's the kind of stuff that, right? Yeah. I like the expression that you, she wasn't mad yet. I'm mad enough. <laughs> she wasn't mad enough. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> she took care of it, you know, because mm-hmm. I guess that whole making the minimum payment thing, that's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, she right. didn't really understand the significance of that. Right. Ms. Boar, what about you? You got somebody out there that uh, wasn't mad enough yet? Uh, well, you know, you know, we have plenty of those cases. But that, you okay. hit on something that I wanted to share is that, you know, even in business credit, when we think about, you know, we get awarded a $5,000 limit, that doesn't mean mm-hmm. to go out tomorrow and charge $5,000 worth of business expenditures. We have mm-hmm. to make sure we are following a 20 to 30% rule of thumb so that when we think about the scoring model, that we are not doing what? We are not doing the wrong things that's going to what? Impact that three, you know, our score in the credit industry, you know, in the business side, it's a what? It's a zero to 100. But when we're looking mm-hmm. at personal credit, it's actually what? 350 to 850. So we really want to make sure that we really understand the, the negative impact when we really use too much of the limits, where, as Rhonda said, you pay too much if the interest rate isn't the best rate, and on top of that, then we're too close to our limit, and it will take us forever to pay it off. So really finding strategies and, and, and presenting strategies where they pay that debt off and do what and manage credit wisely. And people need to understand, you guys aren't doing this for free. This is a paid service. You're both for-profit businesses, right? For-profit businesses, people, but definitely right. with that, it is available. It is available for free. Mm-hmm. It's a well. Explain that to me. How, how does that work? So we so we're clear on this. Available for free. How, how does that work? 
one of the things when Rhonda opens her um, introduction, she mentioned we work for a variety of organizations. And by way of working with nonprofit organizations, we consult to the nonprofit so we can provide the delivery of the service at no cost to the consumer so that we can be on the ground and really help and resolve these these trends and these issues so that we can make better um, consumers and better um, business owners. Well, I think right now you need to give us some websites or something, you know. Where where can we go to get this kind of help? (laughs) So, you know, definitely – um, I'm gonna give my um, telephone. I'm gonna give my telephone number. Make myself available okay. via my telephone because I am the kind of business owner where I do pick up the phone if I'm available and not in a meeting. So my telephone okay. number um, six seven eight two six zero eight three four four, and my email address is board. That's b o a r d. LLC at Comcast.net. So I'm waiting on you. The listening audience, I'm waiting on Here's Rhonda. Hey, and I can be reached at 678-948-6566. And you can can find me on Twitter also. My Twitter handle is at allcashqueen. And so you can send me a message that way also. Well, I tell you what, what I think I'm going to do is I need you guys to send me all this stuff because when I repost the show, I want to post okay. out links. And, and I think something else we're going to do, I'm going to start doing a lot more shows, but I'm going to do some Google Hangouts where we're going to actually create some presentations where people can actually see what it is you're talking about and uh, maybe we can pull up a credit report and show people how to look at it and things like this so that they can we'll do a video so they can watch it over and over and over because this is a, this is such a fundamental aspect of starting a business. You know, I don't care what how great your idea is. If you don't have your finances in place to where people are going to trust you to lend you the money, I mean, they may love your idea, but if they don't think that you understand money, you are not getting it. Okay, and Mark, so let, I think what you, let me add that, that what you just what you just validated was that banks are not in the business to lend um, to a risky mm-hmm. borrower. Period. So if you're high risk, unfortunately, I could be Chiquita Board Bank and and Rhonda Board. I mean Rhonda Williams Bank Cash. What was it, Rhonda Cash? All Cash Queen Bank. But we're not in the business to lend money to risky borrowers. So we really right. have to um, step up our game and understand, again, those five C's. And part of that is we have to pay our bills on time. 35% right. of your score is based on on-time payments. So, you right. know, we really have to know that banks aren't in business to really what? To have to um, really put your um, – um, um, loan into collections. They're in business to make sure that you're going to be a responsible borrower, period, and pay your loan back. Yeah. You know, and I think it's a good look, too, that if I go to the bank and I'm trying to ask for money, I think it's a good look to say that, you know, six months ago I went met with these young ladies and they helped me understand credit and they are on my management team. 
as my consultants mm-hmm. on credit. And I think it's a good look. So if you have had trouble, to let a funder potentially know that, hey, not only did I understand it, I have somebody that's going to stay with me and make sure that I know what I'm doing. So, Absolutely. ladies, you got I, want, I know you're out there in you. L.A., and I know you guys probably want to get back out there and enjoy a little bit more of that sunshine. So I just want to let you know I appreciate you taking the time to come back and step away from your conference and uh, uh, get on this show with me. So, But I'm going to make sure that people know how to get to you. But I really do appreciate you. Oh, we appreciate you, Mark. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. All right. So uh, when you guys get back in town, we need to get together so we can hold some Google Hangouts and maybe do a workshop or something like that. So I look forward to talking with you when you get back to town. All right. Thanks, Mark. Good evening. All right, ladies. You have a great evening. So that was it. I mean, I I tell you what, people, uh, when it's time to understand about this whole credit thing, you have to understand that it's important that you know what's going on with your money. You know, and I think that they've done a great job tonight about explaining to us what the important aspects of understanding about credit and understanding how important it is. You know, I have a couple other friends of mine I'm going to have on the show that uh, I'm going to get a big big guy on here one day about, he's written a couple books about, you know, rebuilding your wealth, simple strategies. We're going to talk with him because this month we need to focus on credit and getting ourselves together. So uh, you have been listening to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. You know, I got a little Stanley Clark going in the background. I'm really getting into this music thing, but... I want you guys to know that I'm here for you. Every Monday night, Real Talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. You've been listening to Mark Parham. I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. We are here every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. We hope you enjoy the show.